I had a very strange childhood. Had the worst case any doctor had ever seen. My job is to keep healing. So that is the story. We all have remarkable stories within us. Stories of adversity, challenges, triumphs, and ultimately of healing. This is Your Health, Your Story, the podcast. Welcome to 2023, where more than half of young adults have chronic disease. That's right, over 50% today have chronic disease, and we're talking about 18 and 39, I believe. If you don't make health a priority this year and every following year, you're playing a losing game. Being truly healthy is the game changer. That's a post I actually put up on Instagram just a few days ago, and it got a lot of uh, people talking because I think there's this thought that so many of us are healthy when in reality we're not. And if you truly want to make 2023 a game-changing year, you got to focus on health. And that's what this podcast is going to be about today. I'm actually going to tackle this one alone for once uh, and not have to just ask questions of guests here. But I do want to go over top 10 ways this year, the health trends, things you should be doing to make it your healthiest ever. And there's a lot of trends out there. And I had our team at Innovative Medicine kind of focus in on these 10, and I just want to go over it also. And we'll link to the actual article of this, but these are my thoughts on it and why I actually agree with each of these. Starting with number one, boosting brain health. I think this is one of the most underappreciated things about health, because if you don't have brain health, you're basically, you know, again, playing a losing game. This is not about... You know, so many of us may not have certain energy or, or, you know, may have some organs that are like your liver a little bit off here and there. When your brain health is deteriorating or not at 100%, everything is off. You can't think straight. You can't actually act in a certain way that you need to to perform. So one of the things that we said is you got to focus not just on the brain, but the gut, your second brain. And I think one of the, the X factors here in what you should be utilizing is NAD. I can't say this enough. I do NAD infusions. I've used nasal sprays. I do Nativim every single day. It's the supplement that I really can't live without in a sense, because as much as you need all sorts of different you know, nutrients and everything else, NAD powers your mitochondria. And what other organ, you know, can you think of that really, really needs energy more so than the brain? There isn't any. It takes up 20% of all your energy needs and approximately 37 trillion mitochondria are housed there. I mean, that's one thing you got to be looking at. So if you want a better 2023, banish brain fog and banish that brain fatigue, not in a way that's like coffee. That'll give you a little bit of a, a you know, stimulation for a short period of time, but then you'll drop off and feel actually worse. Do something to really replenish what can get your brain going in NAD. Number two that I think is, again, incredibly important and often kind of disregarded, conscious breathing. Stop right now and just take deep inhale and then exhale. That alone is changing your physiology. That alone is changing brain waves. If you do that three times, I think you go from sympathetic to parasympathetic, the research says. And there are so many ways you could go about. You could do just that. You do box breathing, super simple, four, four, four. You know, hold it for four, breathe out for four. You could do a four, seven, eight, which is more parasympathetic. 
It's more buteco type breathing where you take in for four, you hold for seven and you breathe out for eight. And that's really good for activating that parasympathetic and getting you out of a fight or flight response where we're always on and kind of sympathetically triggered and combat anxiety, fatigue, and in some of those other things that we deal with every single day. If you only do that for a few minutes a day, you're already changing so much of what is required to truly be optimally healthy. Number three, I want to address this a little bit because detox is all the fat, but why not do it in a holistic manner? I mean, most of us just want to do detox to, you know, make our skin pretty and lose a little bit of weight, but true detox is about body, mind, and spirit. True detox is truly, you know, cutting off from things that are toxins to you, people that are toxins to you. Social media, if it feels like a toxin to you at times and it's causing stress in your life, it probably is a toxin. And start using other elements beyond just fasting and everything, infrared therapy, lymphatic drainage, Gerson therapy, matrix regeneration therapy, spagyric medicine. There are so many great detoxification options out there. Don't just make it about trying to remove physical toxins, which you should, but actually make it on a truly holistic manner, mind, body, spirit. So we're going to move on to number five. And some of you may not know this from, from the name itself, but Carax therapy, AKA oil pulling. I remember I had Dr. Dom on a biological dentist from Germany, and he said, this is probably one of the most important things for dental health, but not just dental health. It falls in line with number four, what we just said, detoxification, but it also stimulates the lymphatic system. It gets rid of a lot of metabolic waste uh, in the body, not just in the mouth. And yes, it is the reason I think uh, so many people have better dental health. And again, in line with that, make sure your dental health is top and prime and go to a biological dentist because I think so many of our issues that are unknown in this world right now of health issues stem from dental issues. So apply oil pulling. There's some great uh, coconut oils, even with uh, peppermint. Five, 10 minutes, start off your day with like that. Just do it while you're in the shower or something, get it ready. That's an amazing hack that you should be implementing. Number six, quantum physics and energetic skincare. This is really interesting because if you're looking at your skin and how to truly, so many people are, are thinking it's all about chemicals you put on, hyaluronic acid, you know, retinol, all these different chemicals that we use, even Botox, right? Which is a very, very strong neurotoxin and something I don't recommend, but it seems like everybody does it this way. What I challenge you to do if you're truly looking to improve your skin care is start to look at the quantum physics of introducing information from natural substances to the skin so that the skin can regenerate on its own from deep levels to superficial levels. I think if you had someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson travel back in time 5,000 years and you know, talk to traditional Chinese masters, they get along really well because they would both understand that language, maybe in very different words, but it's one we can apply to ourselves, to our health that we often forget about and can totally change, not just skin, I would say, and, and implement within your skincare regimen, but whole health, every part of your being is impacted by quantum physics. And also look into the seasonality of your skin. Your skin changes drastically depending on the climate, depending, don't use the same products over and over. 
I think there's a great company out there called Fido5, a Swiss holistic energetic skincare company that's doing really cool things that basically says, depending on the season, use different things on your skin. And if you want to look into them, uh, we have a bunch of articles. I did a podcast with John Connors, uh, who's one of the owners there at Fido5. And you can learn a lot about what that means using seasonality to impact your skin. Number seven is very much in line with number one, but I'm going to make the separation, the difference here. It's learn the art of focus. So in number one, it was boosting brain health, brain power. Um, and here's what it looks like. If you boost brain power with coffee and you suddenly feel more productive, you, you suddenly have a rush and your, your brain is stimulated, but you don't apply the art of focus, you're playing a losing game. You're going to be jumping around. You're going to be like a kid with ADHD, basically. And I think, again, it's worth repeating that to focus, you need sustained energy, mitochondrial proper functioning, and the ability to sit with something without jumping around, without jitters, without that sort of uh, hyperactivity that may come and anxiety that usually comes with caffeine intake. So, if there's one thing you want to look at, get it's NAD. It is NAD plus. And I, I say this is worth repeating because it is truly focus enhancing uh, the, the way NAD combined with CoQ10, hopefully with Bacopa and other brain things, you can really zone in. And that is where you make true deep work happen, as Cal Newport puts it. Another book you should read if you want to understand how you're probably being truly inefficient with your work if you're not learning to do deep work and you're not learning the art of focusing on what's most important and sticking with it. Jumping into number eight, this is you know getting popular and I, I'm totally on board with it and see how a lot of companies are, are studying this, but the vagus nerve. There's so much new research going on, this longest cranial nerve that runs from our brain to the abdomen. It's basically the command center of all autonomic bodily functions. If there is something off with the signaling of the vagus nerve, which happens all the time, you know, you start to break apart as far as just the optimization of health, especially gut health and neurological health. So how do you stimulate the vagal tone or vagal nerve? That's breath work. That's meditation, cold water immersion. I am a fan of it for that. Um, you could do quantum neurology, something where you stimulate it with a laser or light at certain points. There's a number of ways to do this, but I think you got to at least appreciate what the vagus nerve is, this super highway of information. And if it gets, uh, you know, clogged up, you get traffic jam on the vagus nerve, you are not going to be optimized. So that's something you really got to look at. Number eight, number nine, I think going beyond just NAD here and looking at what's going to optimize your neurological system. So it's finding ways to truly have balance. And I say balance, but it's truly balancing. I think one of the, the points I learned over the last few years, there's no such thing as balance. When you talk to a, um, a high wire kind of a acrobat that's balancing on that high wire, they're always balancing, never balanced. You're trying to find that. And I think you do that by always taking awareness of where you are. And seeing, am I more sympathetic or am I more parasympathetic right now? Is there a balance to it? And please understand that if you're living in this world, you're probably in a complete imbalance because we all value somehow sympathetic nervous system activation so much more. And we burn out. We burn our adrenals out. 
We do not, you know, take care of ourselves to rest. There should be an amazing sort of uh, applause for people that can hustle. But I think there should be even louder applause for people that could balance that hustle with rest and regeneration. Learn to sleep better. Have a dedicated sleep time. Practice sleep hygiene. Don't screw around with lots of lights on at night and leave the TV on, all these things that are going to disrupt your sleep. You're going to be out of balance. You're going to be out of whack. And you're not going to have that ability to truly be optimized and feel good day after day. You shouldn't feel fatigue when you wake up. If you're truly getting deep quality sleep, you should just get up and feel good. And unfortunately, so few people do that. And I think that's where you really got to take note of, am I balancing those two pieces, the rest and then the, the kind of uh, exertion portions of your day? So that's number nine. And finally, number 10, if you're someone suffering with any sort of symptom, disease, I think, you know, become your best patient for yourself. Become a, a great patient. And what does that mean? That means patience. And I mean, being, being really, really kind to yourself and understanding that change sometimes is a slow process. We are in such an instant gratification world. We want things accomplished right away, but you got to have faith in the process. You got to understand that healing of any sort, from even a small little injury, a headache, anything, takes time. And it's your own time. You got to trust in your body. You got to commit to a process that may not be something you want to go through. And you got to set expectations. Like if you've had a disease for 20 years or even fatigue, let's say, for that long, and maybe it's not a diagnosis like chronic fatigue syndrome, but it's there, it won't change in the course of a day or two. It may take months. And think about, we usually say this at our clinic, for every year you've had a disease, a condition, an illness, dysfunction of some sort, give yourself at least one month for every year to heal. And I think that's even a little pushing it, maybe two or more actually, because it takes time to undo all of that that has led you probably had even issues leading up, but your body was able to compensate. So, you know, even if you think you've had issues for 10 years, it could be 20 or more. And I think one of the things is, you know, have an empty and open mind. Don't clutter it. Don't go on like, you know, this, this, you know, jump in rabbit holes. Yes. But take in the information somewhat wisely and don't be influenced. We live on social media and I think we're all influenced by other stories of healing, I think we should be inspired by other stories of healing, but we shouldn't be influenced by those stories of healing. And so that we believe walking exactly in the same footsteps are going to heal us and get us to where this person got. I mean, listen, there, there's a lot of bullshit out there, right? Liver King, <laughs> other people, they're, they're spewing, hey, this is how I did it. You could do it. Turns out, yeah, HGH and a lot of steroids also help to get you really big if that's what you want to do, not just eating liver. But I think there is something good to be taking out of that. That liver is, is incredibly nutrient dense. You could eat it and absolutely, I wouldn't say raw, but you could eat and absolutely get health benefits from it. But take that with a grain of salt, apply it to yourself, have an empty and open mind as you fill your bucket with the right information that resonates with you. And that gets you to the highest state of health and wellness. And, you know, have that sense of purpose. I can't say this enough. Without purpose, 
so much is lost. You, you'll probably go into a disease state actually without purpose. And even research shows that purpose alone strengthens the immune system and hastens cellular regeneration. So find purpose, find gratitude in the small things of life, even if that purpose is to accomplish, you know, some race or see, uh, you know, something uh, through that, that you had it in the past that seems a little menial. I think that still gives lots of purpose, assign it some importance in your life. And I think you'll see that you won't just heal faster, but you'll actually be happier and, and you'll be more fulfilled in life. So that's a big one as well. So the recap really quickly, number one, boost your brain health this year. Take some NAD, you know, really hydrate a lot. I would say that's huge for brain health. Consciously breathe, number two. Take time. Again, inhale, exhale. Learn about the different Wim Hof breathing techs, alternate nostril breathing, all of that. We have great articles online about that. Number three, and I might've skipped this. Oh, damn. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Pelotherapy. And that's magnetic clay baths. I'm reading off a list here and I totally skipped that. Um, this is all about utilizing what I love to do in a bath, but doing it for detox. You know, I, I love taking Epsom salt baths, magnesium baths, because it's a great way to basically regenerate and bring down inflammation, help the muscles after working out, after a long tennis match or something like that. I am always in there, but I mix it up with magnetic clay baths. Uh, Rokasa has a great one, but there's so many different like types of magnetic clay, bentonite magnetic clay, and basically acts as attracting toxins to the surface of skin and pulling them out like a magnet basically in there. You don't need much. This isn't a mud bath per se. It's just some magnetic clay powder that's placed into your bath. You could do it with the, the magnesium as well, but you'll probably bind to that a little bit more. I like to separate them. So that's number three. Number four, detox holistically, mind, body, spirit, not just body. Number five, oil pulling. Use that coconut oil. Make that part of your dental health regime. I would say, and I pretty sure Dr. Dom said this in the podcast with me, it's more important than flossing. I'd rather you oil pull. And I think many biological dentists would say that. Some would argue, but um, I'm not saying flossing is bad. I mean, you can make some case, but uh, oil pulling, I would say is more important. Number six, look at the information in quantum physics and switch up your skincare depending on the type of not just climate out there, but season. Look into that. Phyto5 is a great company for that. Number seven, focus. Learn the art of focus. You really want to get ahead in life? Dedicate three to four hours of true deep work, deep focus. Go read Cal Newport's deep work. Utilize things like Nativeem and others that can help your brain get in that uh, focus state and really set intentions while you're in that focus state of top priorities and what you want out of life. Number eight, vagus nerve. Focus on that breath work, meditation, cold water immersion, quantum neurology, all these things can absolutely help with that information highway of your body. Number nine, find that balance within your nervous system, parasympathetic, sympathetic, always be looking at that. If you're hustling too much, that's not a good thing. You got to balance that out with resting as well. And number time, number 10, be patient, you know, be a great patient by being patient. <laughs> so, you know, commit to yourself, have faith in the process, set those expectations are reasonable, be kind with yourself. Self-love means much more than going to a spa. It's truly showing yourself love and have purpose. So those are your top 10. I'm hoping, I'm really wishing you a, a very happy and healthy 
2023 and something that that's going to be a, a different year for you, hopefully. And I think these 10 are a great starting point for so many out there. Until next time, continue writing your own healing story.